Is it on? Welcome to the Shant Show with your hosts, Curtis, Josh, Mario, and Jordan. Welcome into another edition of the Shant Show. We come to you in the week leading up to Coastal Carolina traveling to Huntington, West Virginia for the first time. To face the Marshall Thundering Herd, a team that is new to the Sun Belt, new to Coastal Carolina, and presents a different challenge than a lot of the teams that Coastal Carolina has played so far, aside from Army. This is a team that loves to run the ball. They're going to run it down your throat over and over and over again. And yes, Old Dominion did that to us two weeks ago, but that wasn't their plan coming in, I don't think. I think it just kind of clicked. They average more rushing yards than throwing, uh, passing yards, excuse me, per game on the season, which is unheard of in modern football. They have a thousand yard rusher, and it's not even the guy that some of us predicted to be the player of the year in the Sun Belt. That guy is is off the team right now for personal reasons. He won't play on Saturday. That's Rashawn Ali. But this is a team that is going to challenge Coastal, is going to get in their face, is going to be physical. And Coastal Carolina hasn't shown the ability to handle that yet this season. Josh, do you think that changes on Saturday? Well, I definitely do think that it's a good sign in a way that we we know they're going to run the ball out. Like you mentioned, they already have a thousand yard rusher, which would normally like scare the hell out of me. But I think this coaching staff does one thing well, and it's they focus maybe sometimes a little too much on what that team is supposed to do. And we know that Marshall's going to run the football. That's what they're going to come into the game to. They do not pass the ball very well at all. It's almost a non-factor. And because they run the ball a lot as well, it, and we'll all get into this later, but it shortens the game. It limits possessions. Like their defense only allows 284 yards a game, but it's not – their defense is okay, but it's because they run the ball so well, so effectively – and yeah, you said Rasheen Ali's not even he's not even with the team right now. And that's a dude that's maybe one of the best running backs in the country. They've got Laybourne and he's been tearing it up this year. So I don't know. I think Coastal could get physical because they've been focusing on it all week. And that's what they should have been focusing on for the last two weeks. So that does give me a little bit of hope that we know exactly what they're going to do. And I mean, if you can't stop it you don't deserve to win the game. So I am I am hopeful. Yeah, you know, right now, entering this game against Marshall, I'm going to look, look at it in an optimistic view, and I'm going to look at it as this team is 0-0. Zero zero. I'm going to look at it as a fresh start because that's what I am expecting coming into this game is that Coastal made their adjustments and that they're walking into this game with a fresh start. You know, we are 0-0. Zero zero. We're not 6-1. and one. So... Like Josh said, uh, Laybourne, he's been playing his tail off over a thousand yards, 10 plus touchdowns, and it's only halfway through the season. So that's definitely a guy they got to watch out for. Um, and like he said, even though the passing game may not even be a factor, their number one wide receiver is Corey Gamage. And I think that is a guy that we should put some attention on, considering the fact that he has 361 yards and four touchdowns. And the second best is like 174 yards without one. So I think we should definitely focus on that guy specifically. But you know what? Um, for some reason, I do like our matchup against Marshall only because there is a – it's not really – when I look at it, it's not really a balanced, like, team. They got – again, they got guys who are clearly the front runners of their team. Laybourne, 
damage on offense. And that's about it. It's not really a balanced offense. So I expect our defense to make the necessary adjustments to stopping those big guys and forcing other people on Marshall to for, or forcing other players on Marshall to show up. So I do like this matchup. I do hope they can turn it around. And like Curtis said, I think this is a big test for Coastal. I think Marshall does bring a lot of things that we have not yet seen. So when we did our post-game ULM and even our pre-game ULM, we called ourselves box score scouts. And that's true. We look at the box score, we do these things. Um, That being said, this is different. Coastal Carolina had a bye week last week, and I purposefully went back and watched Marshall play two games this year. I rewatched their game against Notre Dame where they upset the Irish. I don't know if that's necessarily considered an upset anymore with how terrible the Irish have been this season. But I also watched them play last week. And what I can tell you is this team is going to run a pro style shotgun offense. So don't think new England Patriots don't think they're going to be under center every time running power and running trap and that sort of thing. They're going to be in the shotgun And they're going to run the ball down your throat over and over and over again. And they're going to use... I hesitate to say that they're going to use two quarterbacks, but they have two quarterbacks that they've used this season. And both those quarterbacks appeared in both the games that I watched. Henry Columbia is their leading passer. He's the guy that's going to start, most likely. Um, He has decent legs, but nothing crazy. They bring in a true freshman in Cam Francher, who is more of a running threat. Now, he does have 300 yards passing on the season, but two touchdowns to two interceptions. So um, he gets a lot of time in garbage time. But when they bring him in in important situations, it's almost as if he's a Wildcat quarterback. He is, in fact, their second leading rusher with 154 yards. It's a hell of a lot less than the 1,000 the other guy has. But this is a guy that's going to run the ball, and Marshall is going to continue with that physical style of play, and they're going to run the ball over and over again. Coastal Carolina is going to have to tighten up on the defensive line. Their linebackers are going to have to play out of their minds, because this game could be over by halftime, kind of like the Old Dominion game, but it wasn't over at halftime. But you saw the warning signs against Old Dominion at halftime. And nothing happened in the second half, and they blew us out. This game has the potential to do that again. Marshall are currently favored by 2.5 points. The over-under is at 55.5. Josh, does Marshall cover that? Do we hit the over-under? Yeah, I actually don't think the over-under hits. And I think this game is that the game script that I see I went back and I'm looking. I actually watched. I did also. I watched Marshall play James Madison last weekend. I watched. I went back and watched some of the Bowling Green game just to figure out what the hell happened there. And I think the Coastal needs to look at that Bowling Green game as well because that's the type of game that we're going to win. And that's the type of game you look. Marshall. That's the only time they've scored. Other than you can throw Norfolk State out the window. Other than the Norfolk State game, that's the only time they've scored over 30 points. But over the past four games, they haven't allowed more than 13 points. Their run game over the past four games has been clicking. That's where Laybourne's gotten all his yards. They've been so efficient, and their drives are just – that's going to be the issue. You cannot get down by a score, give Marshall the ball, and then they do a 10-minute drive, and all of a sudden you've got to put together quick scores against this defense. 
that you're going to lose and you're going to lose by 21 points if that happens because you're going to get behind the chains and go for it on fourth down. But yeah, I don't, I, I don't think, I think the under is going to hit. I think it's good for coastal. And this is a game where even if we make some mistakes, it's still going to be kind of close in the third quarter because of how slow they play. You're going to feel like you're in it more. It's going to give the coaching staff more time to adjust. So yeah, I think it's going to be kind of a slog fest and Marshall certainly can't win a barn burner against coastal. And if they try our offense is going to, I don't care. We don't play an offense like any of the last four teams they've played have. And yeah, I think it's going to go under and I think, yeah, I think it's going to be a slog fest. Yeah. I mean, I expect the under to, I expect it to be going through the under as well. I, I think this should be a game where coastal bounces back and you know what? Again, I don't know what to expect for Coastal. You know, like again, we have a very explosive offense. And last game, it wasn't it wasn't really there. I'm not sure what to expect. We could have a defense that comes out and ends up putting up like a low scoring game and competing with Marshall. Like that's the whole thing about this bye week is I don't know what Coastal team I'm going to see. I don't know if we're going to see something new. We're going to see the same Coastal team. I'm not sure about all of that. But I do know that in almost every offensive category, they got one guy that just topples everybody else. And Laybourne, I think, is the centerpiece of how we're going to beat this team. Because if Laybourne doesn't get started, then it doesn't even matter what quarterback they bring in to use a Wildcat. If they, if they contain Laybourne, I think that's when you force Columbia to make choices. And again, once you do that, then it's time for this past defense to step up, like we've been saying. We talked about this past defense and how they haven't been having the best luck or the best success. But if you can stop Laybourne, and it's time to test Columbia, and it's time for his past defense to show that they've improved. It's time for this run defense to show that they improved. And then going back to the offense, I really hope that they make those adjustments. I really do. I think this was the best time for us to take a loss, let it sit for two weeks, let, let us adjust how, let us have that bad taste in our mouth. And now we got a chance to rewrite that and to get back on track. And I think we need to do it here against Marshall. So I say focus on those key, key players. Focus on maintaining them, and then the rest you just figure out along the way. But Josh said it. Josh said said it perfectly. We cannot let this. We cannot go behind this team. It's time for us to be attackers, and it's time for us to actually put our foot on the gas pedal and not let it go. Yeah, Mario, that was. I mean, that was a great point, and I'm really just going to play right off of that and say that Coastal Carolina, not one time this entire season, has started fast. We have always started slow. I think. And this is just based on my memory that we've never scored more than other than Georgia State. I don't, that's the only time we've started fast. And look what happened in that game. We were able to coast to a victory. When we're playing from in front, we play well. We can manage the offense. We can kick it back up if we want to. We have started great one time this entire season. That's the only time we score more than seven points in the first quarter. Our defense always allows an opening drive touchdown, even against ULM, against Buff, everybody. It's been 7-7 after the first quarter or even lower than that. So we have to start fast in this one. If we start fast and we start and we're winning after the first quarter with the ball or something like that, I don't want to say the game's over, but that's how we need to play this game. Like, like we I just mentioned, cannot get behind this Marshall team. And if we start fast and we start out right, we are going to have no problem in this game. But it's not something I've seen from this team but one time. So that is the key to this game. It'll be one and lost in the first quarter, which is something crazy to say, but I don't really think it is. Well, and I think that's the key to this game is Coastal Carolina getting out to an early lead because as we discussed on this 
show earlier on that this team isn't a great passing offense. Their number two wide receiver on the season is probably not going to play. He's listed as, as questionable. Most likely we won't see him. So they literally have one receiver that they trust. If we force Marshall to pass the ball, they're going to make mistakes and they're not going to be the same offense that upset Notre Dame. They're not going to be the same offense that beat James Madison last week. And that's going to be the key to this game. If Coastal Carolina gets up 21 to nothing in the first quarter, it's over. It's over. Book it. We've won that game because they're not going to be able to pass. They're not going to be able to do that and come back. That being said, if Coastal Carolina and this game plays out in a slog fest, like I think it will, just like Josh said, then you allow Marshall to run their offense as they want. They chew up 7 to 10 minutes every time they have the ball. And Coastal Carolina is limited in their number of possessions and can't ever build that lead. But if Coastal Carolina wins the toss, takes the ball, and scores, gets a defensive stop, scores again, you force Marshall to open up. They're going to make mistakes when you do that. They're not good at passing the ball. There's a reason they only have 187 yards on average per game. They just don't. A, they don't do it. And B, when they do do it, they mess up. And. We talk about Coastal Carolina's defense being opportunistic and bad. This is the one week where you're allowed to be that and it works in your favor. If you force a couple of interceptions, a couple of fumbles, this game can turn very quickly because if your offense can put up points, and we believe that number 10 can, then this game gets out of hand quickly and Marshall can't come back. And you walk out of West Virginia as winners. Speaking of walking out as winners, Josh, do you think they do it? Give me your score prediction. I think that with everything that we've said and seen the last week, they've had a lot of time to think about this. This is the most prep we've had for an opponent since Army, and kind not quite, but it's similar style that they run. But I don't think I don't think that we start fast. I think that we start. I think it's seven seven after the first quarter. I think the best thing that can happen for us is if we win the toss and score right away. I think that's what we need to try to do. And I think we pull it out, though. I think it's nerve-wracking the entire time. And you can probably not watch the first three quarters of this game and flip it with eight minutes left. And Coastal Carolina is on their way to a last-minute drive to score the game-winning field goal or touchdown. So with that, I think I'm going to go 24-21 to Coastal. I think Cade Hensley has to step up and hit a big field goal because we've been dinking and dunking and we got down there with a minute and a half to go. And like I said, if, if we do that, I'm also not concerned that Marshall would be able to put together a last minute drive in this game. That's another thing. If Marshall has to put together a five minute drive, they're not going to be able to do it. So Coastal needs to get out. They need to score and they need to have the ball last in the tie game or something. I think we won 24-21. I'm putting the confidence in the shots, but I certainly don't think it's pretty. Yeah, Marshall just straight up doesn't have a two-minute offense. So if it comes into that situation, right. that's what we need the to game. Put If you can force them to be losing late in the fourth quarter, my money's on Coastal Carolina to at least bend and not break because Marshall's going to have to run the ball, and they're really good at that. 
But if you can contain them to four or five yards a run, they're not going to be able to score in two minutes. Mario, what's your prediction for the game? Well, look, I know – well, first, I know that we're, like, very, op- like, very like you know, optimistic that if this opportunistic defense ends up getting the – like, you know, ends up getting up in a close game and they end up – they could probably most likely shut down Marshall. But I don't want to see that. I said it millions of times, okay? Treat this game as if you have to keep your foot on the pedal speed. We've done this millions of times before where not just us, the entire fan base, even the team has underestimated has underestimated the other team, and we ended up going through a hole. Like I said, this game, I'm taking it as 0-0. Zero zero. I don't know what to expect. I have no, like, individual expectations on anybody besides probably Grayson McCall because I expect Grayson McCall to be great as he's been. That's about it. With that being said, I'm probably going to go 33-23 Coastal. Um, I think, you know, big players are going to make big, are going to make big plays that running back from Marshall. He is a big player and he's going to be making big plays, you know, no matter how hard Coastal tries, I think he's going to have his moments and he's going to have himself a decent game at least. So I don't know if we stop him very well, but as far as that, I think there'll be times where we contain him, maybe certain drives where we do contain him and we force him to throw and they may not come up with that much, you know, success in throwing because that's not their game. Um, but again, this past defense has, like we said, we've had a history of making okay quarterbacks look like Tom Brady, okay quarterbacks look like Peyton Manning. So I'm not taking that out of the equation either. I don't know what to expect, but you know, I'm going to be optimistic. I'm going to go 33 23. I think Coastal finds a way to pull this game out. Um, I think eventually they do take the lead and they pull ahead. And I hope from there they end up getting better and they end up making the adjustments they need to do to have a successful season. Yeah, so I think one thing that we didn't talk about um, nearly enough is how good Marshall's defense is. They're only averaging giving up about 285 yards uh, a game. And I think that's going to factor into this game a lot because of those 284 yards, 206 of them are through the air and only 78 of them are on the ground. Coastal Carolina has had a bad habit this year of forcing their run game even when it's not working. I can tell you right now, Marshall is going to make sure that it doesn't work. And so this game is going to come down to Coach Chadwell and Grayson McCall making adjustments and changing the game plan from what it has been through the first seven weeks of the season. I think they can make that adjustment. I hope that they make that adjustment. And I hope our offensive line holds up in pass protection enough to allow Pinckney and Mobley and you know, Brown to get open because they will be able to get open. That being said, I think they just don't make that adjustment. They just don't. And I'm going to go with another coastal loss. I know that's tough to say, but it's just, it's what I'm feeling. I, I think Marshall controls this game from the off with their run game. Coastal Carolina doesn't have an answer and the offense scores Nearly every time they have the ball, but it's not enough because the defense is giving up 10-minute drives every time and Marshall's scoring themselves. I'm going to give it to Marshall 17-14. to 14. Yeah, I had something I wanted to add. We used to do this. Um, we used to do, like, what's your key stat that if Coastal hits this, they win. And I wanted to give one for this game that I'm, I mean, almost 100% sure would dictate it. If we get two turnovers, if we force two turnovers, I think we win this game because like you just mentioned, Curtis, you predict they're going to win with only 17 points. And that's what we talked about. 
if we can take away their offensive possessions, which they're normally relying on a good one taking seven or eight minutes, they're going to get desperate. They're going to have to throw the ball and Coastal's going to win this football game. So I think two turnovers is the number. If we hit that, if the defense can get back to where they were being opportunistic at the beginning of the season where they were tied for most turnovers in the country, then we're going to force Marshall to play what's not their game. And if we can do that, we're going to win. Well, since we're giving like key stats, I'm going to go. This is one guy on Marshall, and his name is Owen Porter. And Owen Porter has six and a half sacks on the year. And that's pretty good. Again, that's pretty good. That's more than any of our guys have individually. So that's a guy I think we should look look out for. Another guy we should look out for is probably uh, Micah Abraham, four picks on the year as well. So, I mean, I don't expect Grayson McCall to throw too many picks, you know, because he doesn't do that. He's a very efficient, a very, a very consistent and precise quarterback. So I don't expect that out of Grayson McCall. But I will say this. Here's the key stat. If the offensive line can somehow, I don't know how they're going to do it, if they can somehow maintain Porter or at least not get penalized, at least because I'm assuming personally, I'm not sure if this is correct, but if you're 240 pounds and you're playing D-line, most likely you're a pretty quick guy. You know your moves to get around a, a big offensive lineman if you're making six and a half sacks in the year. So if you do not let the guy get ahead of you and you do not penalize, and I'm telling you offensive line, please do not mess up this game. Do not penalize this man. But if you can somehow contain this man, double team him if you have to, if you can somehow contain that man to not sacking Grayson McCall or not letting him be on Grayson McCall's ass, then I think Coastal can win this game by over 10. If you eliminate that factor right there, because I expect Grayson McCall to eliminate Abraham and not throw a pick. If you can eliminate that factor right there, I think Coastal will have pretty good success offensively. Yeah, real quick, Mario, just for graphics sake, social media sake, put a number on it. How many sacks do you think Coastal has to give under for them to win this football game? A total on the whole team? Yeah, how many sacks can Coastal allow and still win the football game? I'm going to go three, but I say this. You cannot let you cannot let Owen Porter get two. That's valid. Um, I think the stat that has to be focused on and because of it, I'm actually going to adjust my prediction just slightly. Um, I'm going to go 24-21. Still Marshall winning by three, but I'm going to give a couple more points just because I think Coastal Carolina has to, has to have 375 yards passing. If they hit that number, they win because that tells me that Jamie Chadwell has actually watched some film this week and has made the adjustment, has seen what I saw in two games that Marshall played. This pass defense is fine, but it's not the elite defense that their rushing defense is. And I know it's going to be hard for our offensive line to contain their defensive line, especially Porter. However, I think that they can give Grayson enough time to find the weapons he has outside. If Coastal Carolina hits 350 yards or 375 yards passing, they win this game. You'll notice that I still predicted Marshall to win, so I don't think they hit that number. <laughs> I think, I just, I'm not convinced that this coaching staff can make the adjustments necessary. I think that they are too gung-ho on believing that what they have is correct, and it worked for two years, so why not have it work for another one, and it's just not happening this year. So I think this is the game where we really see, and we gave the coaching staff, on average, in our mid-season report card, about a C- or a D+. 
this is the week where they can earn an upgrade to that you know that grade they can climb up into a c or a b minus by making the adjustments necessary we'll see if they do it hopefully they do Seven o'clock on the NFL Network. A little bit of a different place to find the game. Uh, good exposure for the Coastal Carolina program and for the players trying to get to the next level. Um, this will be an interesting one. We will definitely be tuned in for this one and tuned in the entire way. But as Josh said, if you turned in tuned in on the fourth quarter, you've probably seen everything that matters in this game. With that being said. I think we'll go ahead and we'll wrap it up there. Follow us on Twitter at The Shant Show, on Instagram at Shant Show. Send us your predictions for the game. Let us know if anybody's traveling up there to uh, Huntington. Let me know. That's a beautiful area of West Virginia. We will see you guys soon. Shant's up.